<laughs> uh, uh, what are we? What are we chatting? Yeah, what do you want to talk hmm. about? Um, I know I said I wasn't hungover, but maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> has to mean that you're like throwing up I yeah think it just mean you got like brain fog you're a little slow on the draw i'm definitely slow on the draw um keen, keen, keen observers would now be able to figure out that we recorded oh we'll cut two- this part out we'll just chat about something else okay <laughs> <laughs> no now this is a little peek behind the code as as they say <laughs> behind, so the code. behind the code i feel like we've said that before i feel like you said that to yourself in the mirror before you came <laughs> and said yeah that you, sounds you good that. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds so cool i'll definitely say that and make it sound really nonchalant <laughs> <laughs> you know what let's just jump into it you know who who cares? Who cares? We're, we're, guys, we're not happy to, to be here. We're, not, we're for here this for this episode. A very special episode. That in we're that we're so upset about we're it. We're so upset. All right. Welcome to the Lads Game Podcast. I'm Lad Robert. I'm Lad Jack. I'm Lad Jimmy. And we're here for a very sad episode. We're here for a bummer episode. We're here to talk about what I think is maybe one. And I feel like I say this a lot, but this really feels like one of the more anticipated games uh, yeah. in, in the last like five years that it's, I can think of. It is. It definitely might be the most significant ratio of like hype to disappointment that we've experienced. Because I'm thinking of like um, a game like Pokemon, which famously sucked ass and we trashed last season. But, we but, but my hype wasn't very high for that yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. This game... I wanted to believe. Yeah. Remind, Jack, I don't know if you know this. Who, like, really pushed this game? I'm trying to remember. Like, who was really excited about this and pushed this game? Well. A lot. Well. Hmm. Listen. I think, uh. (laughs) I think. I think it wasn't me. Are you trying to say. Well, it wasn't me either. And it wasn't me. Are you trying to say that I I pushed Pokemon on the group and now I've pushed this game and. (laughs) I'm not trying to say anything. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not Jack and it's not If me. you've pieced it together for yourself that yeah. way, I'm not going to refute. But uh, <laughs> listen, um, just saying listen. you're on thin fucking ice. <laughs> I, I, I will take the heat for Pokemon because you could see that coming. This one... I, I feel like I, it was justifiable. So I was, to be fair, we also did say that we wanted to do something that was for the PC. I was cautiously I optimistic. And we were fucking hyped off our asses coming out of the, the concert, the video game concert, after we got the score for this game. I was curious. Yeah, I was definitely I was, curious. I, I was know, leaning we're, we're, cautiously optimistic. Uh, yeah, I was afraid facing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think, it, and we'll reveal the game in a moment, but like, I feel like my experience with other games from the studio, other flagship franchises from the studio, overwhelmingly positive. Like I've spent hundreds of hours playing it. So there's really no no reason to think that this wasn't going to be another smash hit. This studio, and I'll say 
as a quick tease. And again, <laughs> assuming you press play and didn't look at the title of this episode. Right, well, yeah. All, um, the, good, we always, all the good babies don't look at the title. <laughs> we, we always play it so coy as if they can't read the title if of you're the episode. If you a good baby, good, good baby, babies then, wait and good, listen. Good babies just press play as soon as they get that notification I mean, like, that you've turned on yes. that knows that, that you know there's another right. episode. Good I thing. assume that most of our babies <laughs> <laughs> I assume. <laughs> hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Most of our babies like use this as like an, a, like a radio on an alarm clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the alarm goes off and it's like, hey everybody, I'm loud around. <laughs> like, yeah. like, the weather is 85 degrees. <laughs> you know, there's some traffic on the 101, and then we're here to talk about uh, Starfield. 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 We're here. We're here to talk about Starfield. <laughs> Thank uh, you, babies, for waiting. A new, a new, a new good, game, good babies. Now you get food. <laughs> We're here to give you your food. Good babies wait for their dads to <laughs> set them up. <laughs> I don't. I think here comes the train. <laughs> I think the I think the funniest. I think I actually think the funniest part about the babies thing is when it's. When it's said mostly in like full earnestness, like pushing through it, like, well, our babies really like <laughs> yeah. to do, you yeah. know. Well, that I mean, the the so I think I think honestly, I mean, I think Jimmy, you have a we a lot of us have a dry sense of humor yeah. in our in our circle. I think mm-hmm. that's like we've joked about this a lot. I think I told the story before. Like, I have gone. Well, actually, this could get back to people, so I will just say very vaguely that I have been in social situations before where I have made a joke and it like hasn't landed Mm. and the person thinks I'm being serious. And it's like something that I'll say, it's like, it's like, obviously it's like so stupid that if anybody who actually said this would be an idiot to say it, you know? So I'm like assuming that you know me well enough that I'm like not a complete moron and that you'll get that I'm joking. Mm -hmm. But I've been in situations where people thought I'm being serious and I've literally been like, I'm going to just keep going just over and over again. I'll just say the dumbest shit in the driest sense of humor to see if they will literally ever catch on to the fact that I'm kidding. And it's like, I think it's such a dry humor like that of being like something about our babies. Right. It's like, it's like if you can get that I'm joking, you're like, gets on my case all the time that I, that I will say though. She's always like, they don't know your joke. They think, that you're being serious. I'm like, who could think I'm serious? Yeah. About, like- I, I'll tell, I can tell this story. Cause this is funny. Um, at, at my job, we were all on a weekly meeting and we were talking about what should we do for like the holiday party, you know, whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, we were talking, people were talking about what, the, what they were doing over the weekend. And someone was like, Oh, I went to go see, um, Les Mis at the Pantages when I was here. And we, then we moved on and started talking about, um, someone, someone was like, I haven't never seen it or whatever. And I was like, oh, for our holiday party, we should all go see Les Mis together. <laughs> Just like buy out the whole mezzanine. And the head of the division was like, what? And I was like, I'm obviously oh kidding. God, like yeah. it was so like, yeah. So it's it's so weird. Like yeah. when people can't pick up on that. But anyway. Babies know that we have a dry sense of humor. Yeah, ba- babies, we're, we're, we promise you we're joking 90% of the time <laughs> yeah. about yeah. everything. Absolutely. Um, anyways, we're here to talk about Starfield, yes. um, which uh, a highly uh, anticipated game from Bethesda, who this is the first original franchise in 25 years. 25 years, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at Makers, you know them, you love them. Skyrim, Fallout, yeah. uh, you know, are the they're big ones, obviously. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's just jump into it, Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you have something prepared. Yes, I do. Um, so we've already sort of prefaced it a little bit. 
Um, and there's really not much more information in here, but <laughs> Starfield is an action role-playing game developed by Bethesda Game Studios and published by Bethesda Softworks. It was announced during Bethesda's E3 presentation, RIP, in 2018. <laughs> the game takes place in a space-themed setting and is the first new intellectual property from Bethesda in 25 years. The game was released for Windows and Xbox Series X slash S on September 6th, 2023. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, the one thing that I knew going into this game was like its general vibe because Bethesda mm. has their own thing. It was the space that felt like new and interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, let's uh, let's go around and give our ratings. Well, oh, oh, wait! You got to be in the center. Y- yes. yes. Okay. Let's, Do we want to announce? Let's let's start with. I can go first. Let's start yeah. with Jack. Yeah. Okay. So we talked before the season began. Um, for the will you talk once a season? Yes, yeah. exactly. And we, because there, if you're a longtime baby and you've listened to the podcast for a long time, <laughs> if you're a big babies, baby, babies are eternal. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. If you've been a baby for way too long, you know that on this podcast we have had to use the industry term DNFs, mm-hmm. did not finish, mm-hmm. and. In the past, we have let people rate them based on that, even if you didn't finish, and we talked about it and whatever, and we still wanted to make this an official lad game. However, before I begin, it is important to note that I did not finish this game. I mm. did not finish. Yes. Wow. And so what we have decided is that while we are still talking about the game, if you did not finish as and you are a lad on this podcast, you are not allowed to rate it, mm-hmm. which I think is fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. However, I still will discuss it. Um, so yeah, I'm not rating it and I did not finish this game. And let me tell you why. (laughs) This game is a glorified inventory sim. (laughs) I think I really am like, to me, I mean, okay. Also for the long time babies out there who've listened to me, like gripe Mm -hmm. about things that I hate in games. I hate waypoints in games. I hate tons of like hand, like hand holding and like. This idea that we know there's a million walkthroughs out there, so like we're not gonna try to find a way to like actually make this game intuitive and learn how to play. We just trust that you're gonna like Google this shit and whatever. This game, they didn't they just threw a bunch of things in a game and just trust that you will like try to parse it. Mm-hmm. And all that there is to parse is inventory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just you're in that inventory UI screen 90% of your playtime. Like, it is so unintuitive. You can't even, like, move cargo from your ship to you without going to a second menu. There's no, like, oh, let me put this in and then put, like, let me take this out of the ship and then put my stuff in the ship. You have to take everything out of the ship and then go to another, like, switch it over to Mm -hmm. your, to move stuff over. It's so egregious. Like, this game has basically no tutorials. They teach you things that I think are more intuitive than most. Like, here's how to shoot. Here's how to walk. Here's how to whatever. But they don't teach you anything about how the systems of this game work. Why you should do anything in this game. Like, they don't... There's nothing going on. Mm -hmm. Like, there is a... The game starts with, like, a loose fetch quest overarching plot line where it's, like, you know, you're trying to collect these artifacts all over space. You get a spaceship and a crew, and and there's, like, a home base on this one planet. And then they release you, which is fine, except there's no... It's not clear... Like, you could just do the main story, which I was doing for a long time. And, like, that, it has, it works. It, like, brings you to a bunch of different planets and, like, puts you into space combat and does a bunch of stuff. But there's just no 
I don't understand why I should do anything. <laughs> like, there's no, it's not really clear what is interesting about these artifacts other than just, they're kind of weird, huh? They float. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? It's a rock, it floats. <laughs> you know, there's no great story hook. Um, oh, hi. Oh, guess oh, the cat. Guess the cat. It's Twyla. Um, there's no, they, they say very early on, they give you these activities that are like, upgrade your spaceship, build an outpost. Why? Mm-hmm. Why, do, why do I want to build an outpost? Like, what is the purpose of that? It, just to get more metal. Why? Like, mm-hmm. it's so, it, I don't understand. And I, and I put 23 hours into this game. Like, I didn't, like, just pick it up for, like, five seconds and put it down. Mm-hmm. I really think that, to me, this game is the, it's like the prime directive end game of all the things that I think have been bad about video games over the past decade, like this increased emphasis on like, I mean, the way that the missions are structured, you just walk from waypoint to waypoint and talk to people. Mm -hmm. And then there's like some light combat. It's just, I don't know. There's nothing going on in this game that actually entices me to think about the game in a serious way. I'm just, either being handholded through the main story missions where it's just walk to this waypoint and do this thing here, walk to this waypoint and do this thing here, or I'm given a task that I have no idea what the incentive is to do it or how it plays into any of the other systems in the game. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, there's, you either can just main, you know, mainline the, the main quest or try to futz around with all the side stuff and hope that it parses together in some way or like comes together and, I did that for 20 hours, and after that, I was like, I, I got nothing left to give this game. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bored. I don't want to play it anymore. I would rather be doing almost anything else with my time. Um, yeah, I really hated it. Pretty graphics, nice music. Not for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I, I, if we've talked before, I'm not really a big Skyrim fan. I, I mean, I, I played it and I liked it, but I think this is it for me with these Bethesda games. I just don't think they work for my brain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's where I stand on Starfield. Cool. it. Um, so I did finish the game. Uh, I, I ended up finishing in it. Uh, I, I don't know how many hours I put, maybe like 40 hours, I think, but so I put a decent amount of time into That's the game. Really good, yeah. Um, I, you know, it's just, I, I've, I have really complicated feelings about this game actually, because I think all of what you said, Jack, I resonate with and I mostly agree with. Um, I think I really, I put in a an ungodly amount of hours into Skyrim and Oblivion. And so I have like a a familiarity with the games probably more so than you did. And and, and Jimmy probably felt the same way where I kind of knew what I was getting into and I was like expecting to feel something similar, but I've said a lot before. um, And I think even on this podcast that I imagine if I were to play Skyrim for the first time right now, I don't know if I would like it. I think I would be overwhelmed by it. And I think that this was a perfect example of, the fact that I was probably right, you yeah. know, uh, I found this game really overwhelming. Um, and I think my biggest like thought overall is that it's too big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really think it's quite impressive. I think there's a lot that's going on there that I think is really unique. And there's like so much going on and there's like so much detail and everything. And I think the one thing that Bethesda will always be really, really good at, and I think this game has it, is really good world building and lore and really interesting like backstories and all this kind of stuff but you got to entice me to want to 
do that and explore that. You can't just sort of expect me to do that. And this is a game that gives, for a game about exploration, it really gives you no direction (laughs) at all. Like it it gives you, it doesn't really tell you much. It doesn't give you tutorials. There was stuff I learned. um, When I finished the game, I watched like this hour and a half long review from this YouTuber. I forget his name, but uh, and the video was like, wow, that's really crazy that I can do this seemingly really basic thing that I had no idea about. It's overly complicated. It's way too big. I think the story was actually picked up for me. Unfortunately, I, I think it's like 15 years too late. And I'll talk about this a little bit um, later when we, when, we, when we go into a story a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I, you know, I, I ended up really enjoying playing the game but I was like 25 hours in and I think there's like no excuse to be able to hook you in. And I felt like it was such a chore until it finally wasn't. But at that point I was like, man, I, you're, I'm really like chugging along here. So, um, I'm ultimately landing on a 2.5 because I do think this is ultimately a bad game. I think in another day I I could probably bump it up to a three just because of like the base of it, I think is like really solid, but it had a lot of the flaws that passed um, uh, Bethesda games had in it in terms of like glitches and stuff like that, but almost like without the charm of it, like it just feels like no Mm. excuse for the things to be working how they did. Um, I thought it ran fairly well, but I have a decent PC and I heard so much stuff about people that had a lot of trouble like running this game. So um, anyways, uh, uh, we'll get into a little bit more, but I'm I'm landing on a 2.5 for Starfield. Great. Amazing. Yeah. Not too much to add. I agree with pretty much everything that's been said. Um, I I think I'll highlight, um, well, one, like, again, I'm, I'm a big Bethesda fan. I've spent a ton of time playing, uh, Skyrim, like, you know, hundreds of hours as, as Robert said. Um, I'm, I'm pretty into the Fallout series as well. Played a lot of Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. Um, and I do like Bethesda a lot. I, I think that one of the things that I've always really admired about Bethesda is how in-depth their games are, the worlds are. Um, I, I love something that is for a while has been kind of unique to the Bethesda games is that they do a lot of like organic world building and like storytelling where you come across um, books and logs and things and you, you find these little mini stories that take place in, in small areas. Uh, and that's what's always made the exploration factor of of worlds like the Skyrim world and the Fallout world so fun. Um, this game lacked all of that. I guess I'll start by saying like it didn't have any of the charisma that Fallout and Skyrim have. Like it felt so bland and and serious. And again, I didn't. I should say I didn't finish either. Um, I got like five to six hours in um, before I quit. So perhaps. It, this changed, but there, there was just so much fun and charm with uh, Fallout and Skyrim that was just not present here. It's very bland. Um, I thought that the story seemed like it was so basic that I had zero interest in following. Like the the fact that it was just a, a fetch quest of like finding these rocks um, was not engaging at all. Like again, for context, Skyrim, like you start out and you're going to be executed and then a dragon interrupts your execution and then you're thrust into the middle of a civil war. Like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Fallout, you, you know, play out a nuclear uh, bomb going off in Boston for Fallout 4 and then you have to rush across your hometown and dive into a base. 
you see your wife and kid be stolen in front yeah. of your eye. Like, it's just so interesting. And this was just like, oh, like, I'm mining and I found a rock and I passed out. And now I have to find 12 more rocks. Yeah, and it's, it's a really light story. I, I did the first two and it was truly like, yeah, go to this space station. Kill these guys. You got a rock. Bring it back. Mm-hmm. All right, now we got a lead on another rock. I'm like, this is not it. I don't know what the fuck's happening here, but this, it is blows. Like, this yeah. is not, it's like they, they spent so much time doing all of their other programming for their other mechanics that they really tacked on a story. And then that leads me to those mechanics, which were so overwhelming to your point, Jack, which I think is well put and the biggest problem here. They throw you in with no handholding, no tutorial, no explanation of these mechanics. It's just like all of a sudden, you know, you land on the, the main city whose name I couldn't care to remember. New Atlantis. Sure. Um, <laughs> Space Town. And when you get to Space Town, you step out and you're like, oh, you want to talk to this like service guy? He'll help you build your ship. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Open it up. Not a menu in sight. Just fucking 85 different things that you can do to build yeah. your ship. I don't know about you guys, but the first time I tried to build a ship, I wrecked it. It was a, a, a yeah. Frankenstein monster of a ship that could not run. I ended up just resetting it and, you know, okay, there's 30 minutes. I'm not going to get back. Yeah. That was a waste of time. Um, at one point, like, I got in my ship and then they're like, oh, by the way, like, here's the menu to to sort your crew and, like, assign yes. them to things. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I, 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 I don't know how to use this. So um, I, I stumbled on a planet where I, I just happened upon the outpost building thing, also had no idea how to do that, or to your point, Jack, like why this was going to be helpful. I think it's just like, why? I, it just, it's like, give me, you, you got to drip feed this a little bit because otherwise I'm just confused and maybe I'm stupid, but um, perhaps that's that's it. But I just felt completely overwhelmed and uninterested in everything that this game had to offer um, and is really disappointing because I, I was very excited for it. But yeah, the Starfield's not it. Um, I don't think we're alone in feeling. I feel like the reviews have been pretty mid on this at best. I saw a lot of reviews that said a lot of what you were saying, Robert. It's like, it's just there's no excuse for it to take that long to, to heat up. Yeah. Like, that people just, said it does get better. Yeah, but like, I, that, I'll, that, say, I'll say because I think you're sort of done with your... In, uh, I'll, let me just end by saying, like, I shouldn't have to try so hard yeah. to play this game. Yeah. And, and that's why I ultimately didn't finish, because it, it got to the point where I'm like, why why am I forcing myself? And I, I kind of had in the back of my mind that it takes tens of hours before it gets going. I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to play and 15 again, more. I played, like, 20 hours. Yeah. And it did not feel like it was even close to you. You had to get out. to 25, apparently. So. Uh, you know, great. <laughs> um, I, I'll say, like... You know, a lot of the stuff you're talking about where where your complaint for the thing is like, why? You know, yeah. like this, mm-hmm. this is this. And then why? They do all have answers, but I'll yeah. say that it's it's not worth it. It's never yeah. worth it. Well, like, sure, there are answers, but it's not made clear like the, why the, 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 the big thing for the outposts is like resource gathering yeah. like you can gather resources because you build the outposts and they essentially like mind you the resources that are on the planets that you use to upgrade your weapons or yeah. ships or, mm. or like stuff like that but but ultimately it doesn't matter um, no. for, for a lot of different reasons and we'll talk about it but um yeah anyway so let's um let's let's take a quick break uh now that we have our rating and uh, <laughs> and then i guess we'll come back and talk about story real quick first yeah yeah. What 
are the rocks mean? <laughs> Welcome back. What's up with those fucking rocks? What's Why are they those fucking rocks? Okay, so I'm gonna, and I intentionally didn't look up a plot summary mm-hmm. because I was trying. I'm trying to recall it from memory because <laughs> no, I think I want that's a you good to, like rem- try to remember <laughs> because I think that's a good way to showcase how little of an impact yeah. this mm-hmm. the story has. So, um, so I'll say there's yeah. Oh, you, we should say. Full spoilers. Full spoilers. Although you might, it might be so vague that it doesn't feel like yeah. spoilers. Um, yeah. So the the rocks, the artifacts. Um, basically, what happens is that you in this game you're collecting these artifacts that are sort of mysterious. And there's a lot of them. And when you start collecting those artifacts, you get these special powers that allow you mm-hmm. for different bonuses in combat or like what. I mean, it's mostly combat based, but I got to one of those. Yeah. So there's different there. You get these different artifacts and they give you certain powers and the powers are like you can toggle which one that you have. So there's many artifacts and they all have different things. One can make you invisible for a second. One is like essentially the Fustara from uh, mm, from Skyrim yeah. and in different things. And so you, and so you can talk them play around with them so they're they're enhancements that way um but the um you eventually find out that you're not the only one chasing the artifacts there is this group of mysterious other thing that seem like super high tech that you end up learning are called starborn and the the starborn the intro to the starborn is uh, they're, they're the ones that uh, I don't you probably didn't get this far as my guess, but there's a sequence where one of the Starborn comes to New Atlantis and basically destroys the city. Oh, like wow. they come, they come through and like they attack the base. They end up killing someone because oh. um, there's kill? Th- well, it depends. So oh, oh. so basically you're at the base and they're coming through the thing. And in that that base up in the scars, yeah. the stars where what's his name is Vladimir. Vladimir is they they're there and in the thing. So you can either choose to go to the oh. to the thing real quick and save the person up there, or you can stay down and help and save the people down here. Oh. So one person dies. The person that. Fuck, he's he was my favorite character, and I forget his name. The person that ended up dying for me everything. was the cowboy. Oh, Sam oh, Coe. Sam yeah. Coe. No, that's Sam Coe ended up dying. And when in later in the game, you are on you board the Starborn ship because they say, like, we're chasing you, yeah. but we'll let you board or whatever they say. It's like it's like you've you've outwitted us. Like let's <laughs> come to the ship. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> and you board the ship and the Starborn takes off its mask and it's Sam Co. What? Oh. And so Wait. what what the what it is is the, you collect all of the artifacts that allow you to access the unity, which basically allows you to enter a parallel universe. So there are a bunch of different parallel universes, and every time you collect all of the artifacts and you go through the unity, essentially you're stronger and you become a starborn because you have all of the powers and like whatever of your, your, yeah, your previous okay. person. And so that's what the artifacts so, are. So Sam Coe didn't die. Well, he, he did. His, he died in, in this parallel. universe. His parallel universe did not die. Ah. And so there's a lot of references to you, like to, to 
saying, oh, you, you're like this on a different planet. And the yeah. very end of the game, you're actually face to face with yourself, oh. the character that you designed. Like That's Annihilation. Like, yeah, exactly. So, so okay. In on paper, I actually think that's interesting. Does but sound the, cool. But the problem is, I why I say I've been saying it's like fifteen years too late is because I'm so fucking sick of multiverse, multiverse. bullshit. Yeah. And like that would have been really really interesting to me like fifteen years ago. But at this point, I'm like all of the like tropes well, are are there. Everything everywhere all at once is like the last word. Yeah. <laughs> In many ways, to me, it feels like yep. Yeah, okay, we've done it. We've done every multiverse thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah. we don't need any more. Mm-hmm. So you know. But it is it is cool and I thought the reveal was like really fun. It takes way too long to get there. Yeah, the fact that you, Jack, playing 20 hours didn't get to that. And is to be fair, wild. I was 20 hours, but not that wasn't 20 hours of mainlining the story. That was 20 mm. hours of like doing other things. Okay. Yeah. But I think that these games are not designed for you to mainline the story like no. that. You know, I, so I, I think I was playing the game I felt correctly. Yeah. So I still think it takes it it, sh- it probably only takes like maybe 10 hours to get there. So, mm. so I, I, I started when I first started playing, I did a little bit of side stuff. And then when I was like, oh, I'm like really bored by this, I'm just going to get to the yeah. end. I mainlined the main mission and I got to like 20, somewhere between 20 and 23 hours. And I could tell that it was the penultimate mission. Mm. And I was like, okay, if I keep doing the main mission, I think I'm going to be done with the game. Yeah. So let me do some side stuff. And they ended up doing side stuff for like 10, 15 hours or whatever. And then going back and I, finished it in like an hour basically yeah. the story so it took me like i could have beaten the game in 25 hours basically mm-hmm. like right where you're at but yeah. but i mainlined the mission for a long time and i i could feel that that was not what i was supposed to be doing one mm-hmm. reviewer said 12 hours and i bet that that's how long if you mainline the story yeah. from moment one it takes 12 hours to get to that mm-hmm. which is that still feels long to me. I think that mm. you also end up, um, you know, because you get to the end of the game and the enemies obviously scale up and progress harder. This is this is something that I actually really liked and is a little more mechanic, but like each planet has like a skill rating on it basically that like mm. tells you like what the rough like level of the enemies you're going to face are going to be. So that really helped with navigating. But um, for the for the main story, like they, the enemies get stronger at the end. So what, as I was mainlining, I was like, oh, I'm like a little underpowered for these people. And so that's something that you get by doing all the exploring inside missions and stuff mm. like that. Anyways, I mean, I don't really have much else to say about it. I mean, I thought it was really cool and the way that it plays into the new game plus, as you can probably imagine, was actually really interesting and I thought yeah. a unique way to approach that. I really, really loved the side missions quite a bit. Um, they were really fun. Uh, it's, you know, still a little like fetch questy, but they had some cool storylines and plots and there's some really interesting like planets. Like there's the, the planet Neon, which is like kind of yeah. this like cyberpunky thing, which is cool. The planet that's like the cowboy planet I yeah. thought was like really interesting and like well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if either of you did this, but at the very beginning, like at New Atlantis, you're invited to join the like the colonies, which is like the oh, yeah. the basically like the the volunteer like army army yeah. basically. And as you're doing that, you walk through this museum that gives you a history of the wars mm-hmm. that happened. There's been a couple yeah. of wars, and that it's it's very much stand in a room and hear like a museum yeah. presentation at you. So I don't know if it's like interesting to play, but it's really fascinating, and it's yeah, like it's yeah. all this stuff that's like there. And I think it's really, really cool, but it's just like, 
it's it's empty. The game is empty. Like mm-hmm. the 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 planets themselves are all generated, right? Yeah, they're right. like for the most part. There's some like specific places, but they're so generated and it's so ugly. Like it's yeah. not interesting to walk around and like, you know, the exploration part of like scanning trees and like yeah. and gathering resources is like is yeah. not interesting from a narrative perspective and it doesn't have much of an advantage from a no. mechanical perspective, right. which we'll talk a little I, bit more about in I gameplay. I think that was something, now that you mentioned it, reminded me that disappointed me at first because I I did a couple of planet exploration things where I just, like, I, you know, it was similar to Fallout or Skyrim. Anytime I just dived down a rabbit hole in those games, I was always rewarded with something super cool. Yeah. And so I did a few planets thinking I'd get the same thing. And I remember coming up to a drilling outpost and I ended up like, just cause I was bored. I'm like, I'm going to be evil. I'm going to murder everyone here. Mm-hmm. And so I did. Um, and I'm like, cool. Now I can explore the facility. There wasn't anything of interest in that facility, not yeah. a book, not a note, not a you scrap of paper that tells me the story of this group or whatever, yeah. which I guarantee you is in the other Bethesda games. Like you get those little things that are so fun and interesting. And I did that twice. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not flying to another planet now. Like, and I think it's unfair. Uh, not saying you're saying this, of course, but like, I think it's unfair for like the developers to say like, well, you quit too early. It's like, how many planets do I have to dive in before I find something of value? Yeah. Like, when can I say, all right, I guess that's two that were boring and sucked. I'm not going to do another one now. Um, I think the procedurally generated planets is kind of a mistake. Like, yeah. I understand that it's you sort of write yourself into a corner with a space exploration game like this because obviously space is infinite and, like, there's like yeah. thousands of planets and you can't hand design a planet from the ground up a thousand times, but... There has to be something more. It really feels like there's like five planets. Mm-hmm. There's like New Atlantis. There's the cowboy one. There's Neon. There's like this mining colony one that's like all underground. There's like just not that many settlements. And mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel that full. Yeah, there's not a lot of main settlements. There's an infinite amount of planets. I mean, essentially, like I was not even close to being done with the map there. And there's, oh, yeah. And there's moons of the planets that have their own things as well. But too. again, I mean, it's like, why? Like, why yeah. do I care about going on to any you know, of these? You know who does this really well is um, the Jedi games, the Star Wars Jedi yeah. games, where it's like, that also takes place in space, but there's mm-hmm. a limited amount of planets. Mm-hmm. And on those planets, you can explore and do a bunch of stuff, and there's things there. But like just the fact that it's so big and the only benefit of most of the planets is sort of like resource gathering and and yeah. things, which doesn't feel super relevant to or, or important or critical, at least to your actual like play of the game feels so, such a bummer. And the any th- sort of like narrative thing that I found exploring the planets was like a minor little like, oh, it's just like this thing that's been overrun by pirates and you have to yeah. like go in and like take it away. I found mm-hmm. exactly one quest that I thought was narratively interesting and yet it was still, un- it was undermined by two things ultimately at the end. I don't know if you guys did this quest. It was like this, um, I remember what it was called, but it's um the idea is that it's like this kind of eccentric megalomaniac woman who has laid this like gauntlet for her son to like try to inherit his fortune her or her fortune basically mm-hmm. and it's like this booby trapped lair did you guys do this no i didn't do it it was it was really interesting it's like you're it is doing what you're saying the Bethesda games do well which is that it's like you find you're you go into this 
booby-trapped lair and you find all these people who have tried to break into it and they're mm-hmm. dead and you find logs on them and you find the son's body at one point. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, he tried and failed and yeah. his last log is him being like, mom, like, why did you do this? Like, this is, you're so, you know, like, yeah. whatever. And the reward is really cool. You get a spaceship and mm-hmm. a suit to go with it. And I was like, this is awesome. Two things that undermined it. Number one is the last room of it is a puzzle and when you right before you go into the room there's this guy who has lived who's like wait i can help you solve the puzzle if you let me live and so i was like i don't trust him mm-hmm. i think this is i killed him so i go in and i couldn't figure out the puzzle it's like this thing where there's these letters on the ground and you have to like spell out a word and i was like oh shit i don't know how to do this so then i reloaded the save let him help me he doesn't help you at all uh. he doesn't have anything to offer oh mm-hmm. and so it's like what? like there, there's literally no choice to this at all like it just doesn't matter I have to so finally I had to look up the answer because I couldn't figure it out it was like an obscure word on one of the logs that was laid out it was like okay it's like kind of a cool puzzle I probably could have figured that out if I tried a little harder but I was like bored at that point mm-hmm. oh well I get the ship I'm like okay fun prize fun mission overall I'm bummed that I had to look up the answer but whatever um and then I um land the ship and I'm like great I'm gonna take off with this one and leave all my old cargo on the other ship so that I can start new cargo here it automatically moves your cargo over mm. you only have one cargo hold no matter how many ships you have I googled uh. it and I was like I'm out that was literally <laughs> the moment I was like I'm out of this game Yeah, you, what I mean, is the fucking point of it like mm-hmm. it's just the the story mission of that idea was interesting but undermined and then again back to this why bother doing anything because there's it's not clear what the rewards are why do I need another spaceship if I only have one cargo hold why do I need why should I do these missions if the reward is just another spaceship that I don't need you know well, like it's I mean, so and again, yeah. I'll say like you know all, all the all the things you're saying have answers, but I don't think they matter, right? Like the you you want another spaceship because it might have a different reactor class, which allows you to do different things with it, which yeah. includes upgrading the cargo holder, includes like mm-hmm. being able to fire weapons better or whatever. But like it, uh, ultimately, it doesn't matter. And, it, and and even if it did, it doesn't really explain it to you. Well, that, yeah. you have that's to like that's find it out by it like either googling it or yeah. just being so lucky and stumbling into a menu or something. That's the thing yeah. is, it doesn't matter. But it also, even if it did matter, the problem is that it's not clear up front mm-hmm. why I should be interested in this. Like, which I think is a problem for a game like this. You have to make it clear what the re- what the benefits are for these things, especially because at least in my limited playtime, I wasn't struggling with the combat or anything. No, it's, it's pretty not, easy. It's not clear to me why I need a skill tree or why I need to upgrade my ship. Everything that's come my way so far has been manageable. Yeah. And it's not like the things that I'm upgrading it's not the thing we talk about with great skill trees where it's like, oh, that looks really cool. I want to do that. It's like upgrade your reactor class so that lasers are more powerful. And I'm like, well, okay, that's not, it's not clear why I need more powerful lasers because the lasers I have are working fine. Yeah. And it doesn't, that doesn't sound cool to me yeah. to have just different, I'll, more powerful lasers. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. add one. I, I, get, I mean, I could talk a little bit more about it, but I would, I think I'd rather like pivot towards gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I yeah. realized so sort of veered into. Let me, let me add one more thing narratively that I thought was like kind of a bummer. And I'll say again, to reiterate, I think ultimately the main story of this game and a lot of the side missions, the one you talked about, yeah. I found a bunch of them. If you, they do this thing where if you like walk through planets, you'll hear something and it'll yeah. automatically add a mission to your thing. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I did a lot of those and I thought most of them are really cool mm-hmm. or, or interesting. At least I had some, something going for it. The other, the planets that were not main planets had nothing like that. Yeah. It was yeah. never really interesting to me. But um, one thing that I thought was so frustrating was 
like many Bethesda games and many games in general, there's a bunch of different factions, right, yeah. that you can join. And you can uh, choose to join the factions or not. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you can join them all. Yeah, I've and heard so, that. And so, so you can join them all. And so as I was going through the main missions, there were parts where I was like, all right, we got to go on this like pirate planet and like defeat them all. And I walk into this thing and I'm like kind of going carefully and I'm like ready to like go guns a blazing and then like sneak into whatever. And then they don't start shooting me. And I'm like, what, what is going on? Like, is it glitch? And then I talk to them. It's like, Oh, good thing you're a pirate or whatever. So I I (laughs) skipped so many combat things because I had just barely started like a faction quest or whatever. And so I thought that was a huge mistake in it. This is kind of gameplay, but also like narratively speaking, because it really blew the fucking narrative when I'm getting to this place that was supposed to be some big combat thing for me to use all of the like traits and stuff that I've gained. And it was just like, oh, you're one of us. That's cool. I'm like, no, I'm clearly robbing you. Like I'm going through this thing. It made no sense. So there's a lot of um, the persuasion (laughs) mechanic thing where it's like Mm -hmm. the story wise, it's like so stupid. Like the amount of times that I went into like a full hostage situation (laughs) where it's like literally someone with a gun to someone's head like give me the money now I'm so desperate I need to feed my starving children and I'm like consider this yeah you're going to jail and they were like huh you're right yeah yeah (laughs) it's like it's so like the 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 faction quests are I did the um Ryuju what's it called yeah the Ryuju one on Neon Uh, I thought that one was it kind of the idea of corporate espionage was kind of interesting. Ultimately, I found it to be um, walk to this waypoint and talk to this person, walk to this waypoint and talk <laughs> to this person. The only one that I thought was interesting was one where you had to plant information in like a competitor's uh, like lab yeah, or something like that would be like incriminate them. But um, again, to our point, like that's a cool story beat that's again undermined by the gameplay because it's not clear what they want me to do with that. I like walked in and planted it and then the police ran and I was like, Oh, how was I, was I supposed to hide from them somehow? Like it was not clear, like what my options are. I I ended up doing the first, the, the pirate one, um, because one of the first side missions I ran into is like, you can either take this or steal it. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to try and steal it. And I got arrested. And then that kicks you into the, the faction quest for the pirates. Cause you like, you go undercover basically mm-hmm. to try and like infiltrate them, but you can just end up joining them. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're all, they all ultimately ended up being interesting and you can follow the path on yeah. them and they're pretty cool. But again, it's just like, I, I don't know. I, there, there's so much narratively that feels wasted by the scale and the scope of yeah. the game. Yeah. And, and I think, too, that the the planet hopping somehow broke it up in a weird way where it's even something I imagine like Skyrim, like you have a singular map. And of course, it's space travel, so you need to be able to try yeah. the planets. But it made everything feel really small. Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel like it was massive from a like well, it's all player perspective like, yeah it's know, like really really like sliced and chopped and I it was, at first it didn't bother me how much there was like how many loading screens there were and stuff but the more I played I was like god I'm like barely in this game I'm just like doing the cutscene of the fast travel yeah, right and then you know oh and I mean I it's I don't know there's just so much time spent just okay now it's loading okay yeah. now I'm right in front of the lodge great I'm gonna walk right. in you yeah. know it's, well you know, also too again. the the and you know kind of kind of gameplay kind of narrative there's a lot of interesting <clears throat> like side things that are locked behind travel so if you fast travel you don't get the option yeah. to 
get the random events, so to speak, Mm -hmm. that are like interesting side quests. But then if you're going to skip the fast travel, then you're stuck doing what is quite monotonous, like travel through. And uh, yeah, anyways, I mean, I think, again, ultimately, I think there's something really there with the story, but the gameplay is so prohibitive that it makes it hard Mm -hmm. to enjoy the stuff that is good about this game that Bethesda really is good at, which is Mm -hmm. this kind of like world building and more. I do think it's still fair to say that the story needs a stronger hook. Yeah, like it it takes too long to get to that. It's ridiculous to have to wait more than two hours even to start to feel hooked we talked about this with um horizon forbidden west how genius it was to put that crazy set piece in really early with the future suits oh yeah Mm. where you're you know it's like basically like the second or third mission of that game it's a very similar plot where you walk into that you're and and then all of a sudden within five minutes you've got these futuristic looking alien people Mm -hmm. with the suits an aloy clone Mm -hmm. you know like and it's like whoa like it's such a strong hook right away that like you don't have to wait super long for it it's just Mm -hmm. like and it feels almost counterintuitive because you like don't want to give up the the bag too fast like you don't want to but it's so smart that they did it that way it's like i feel like honestly if they had honestly made more of a disposable character right away like i understand what they're going for with like wanting it to be like who do you save you know you've gotten to know these people and it's like feels more dramatic but it's like you kind of need to like get to what you're describing of this like these parallel universe people and the other, the starborn are chasing the artifacts yeah. Yeah. faster. Cause that's the real hook. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And you don't, you can, I mean that they give you a tease without explaining it, but they can just do that earlier. And I think it's yeah. like totally fine. Absolutely. I mean, set, set up a race, like, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I mean, because that's what it is. You're racing to get the artifacts. If mm-hmm. you set that up earlier, I think it would be more engaging. Yeah, because it feels super low stakes. Yeah. Also, it was like when you it, it didn't help that when you actually got to the artifact temple, it was like it was this literally the same thing every time. It mm-hmm. never changed. It's just that thing where you're just going around yep. chasing every single time. That is re- that is inexcusable. Because <laughs> yep. that was uh, the most boring thing I've ever done yep. in my life. You go. The only the only difference is when you go uh, eventually when you start like when you learn about the starborn when you after you finish chasing the little things and go through the temple you get kicked outside and then there's a starborn there that tries to shoot you that's the only difference but it's oh this but, but it's the even even once you unlock that it's the same thing yeah you, you land in the same spot and there's a, a level 30 starborn that tries to shoot you and you can kill them quite easily because you can just push them off the the ledge or whatever anyway so let, let's uh let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the gameplay which i think we Weird. obviously have, have a lot more to, to yeah, say for about. sure Welcome back. Hello. Um, I like the shooting mechanic of this game. Like, I think that... Of, the combat was a lot cleaner than yeah, it was in most Bethesda games. It, it felt definitely like a, a step forward compared to the the shooting combat of, uh, of Fallout, which I also enjoyed. Um, but it was pretty fun going guns blazing. I think um, the, the Bethesda combat always feels a little weird because you can, like, hit characters a bunch or shoot them a bunch and they don't really react or anything yeah. until they're fully dead so that sometimes took me out of it in terms of like oh i like just lit this guy up and he's still standing and there's, like hasn't even reacted there's you know? a, there's already a lot of mods that improve the like and be uh the enemy uh mm-hmm. like intelligence basically that make like i was like watching videos of it and made it seem a lot more fun yeah but I ultimately I, I liked the the combat a little bit better. I think the game was missing that fantastical element that's that Skyrim had. I think like having the magic is like always really mm-hmm. fun. But the but 
And, and they tried to do it with the sci-fi, but I don't think it quite landed as well no. for me. Like yeah. having the different uh, like artifact abilities were cool, but I ended up just using like one or two of them basically. Yeah. Um, there's there's one that where you can like duplicate yourself basically. Hmm. Um, that and and actually, um, who's the first guy that you end up with who gets taken away? Um, oh, Garen. A Barrett. 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 Yeah. Barrett ends up going through one of the artifact temples and gets the duplicate thing. Uh. And and which is really fun. But okay, so I'll I'll use this, this is a great transition. Um that's kind of gameplay, kind of narrative. Um the de- depending on who your like companion is going through, there's actually a really interesting um dialogue and like side missions that happen with those people if you're taking Mm -hmm. with them but the problem is there's there's not there was never really a significant mechanical advantage switching between different npcs as your companion Mm. so i ended up just keeping one or two because it was like easier and i didn't want to have to keep going back and forth but as i was switching i was like oh shit there's like a whole other story here that i'm missing by not Mm -hmm. you know taking you know barrett along or whatever and I was, I was so stupid, but it was really funny. The <laughs> at the like basically the very end of the game, like in this last like you know heated moment or whatever, um, Barrett was came up to me and was like, "Hey, by the way, uh, that lawyer I was looking for from this like side mission, yeah. I got it." And was like talking to me. I was like, "Not now, Barrett." Yeah. <laughs> like, there was so many like from a mechanical perspective and this is in all of the games I'm crazy they can't fix it so many overlapping dialogues people talking at you and like finishing stories while you're in the middle of doing something else okay, classic Bethesda classic, classic Bethesda like why can't you fucking fix that I know yeah. there must be a way I mean yeah I, I think there's so much unpolished about this the game play in general like to your point about the overlapping voice dialogue but mm-hmm. also like the lack of um clarity as to sort of just like well okay i think the clunkiest thing about the gameplay is kind of what we're talking about which is the like how much time you're in like ui you know like you're in menus all the damn time you know not knowing what like i found it overwhelming with the weapons like all the stats were very hard to figure out like what that means the fact that like you can't like the hotkeys to like uh, there's no like weapon wheel, so you have to like go in manually every basically before every encounter and be there, like, "There's there is one. If there's a quick inventory thing that you no, can I know there's up. a quick yeah. inventory, but like, bef- you know, before basically before each encounter, it's like, okay, you have to take out your which guns do I want? Okay, now I have to map them to each one of the buttons, you know, yeah, and I like, see what you mean, yeah. like there's it's it's no it's not easy to switch between these weapons, yeah, you yeah, know, totally. it's like. Like, I know there's a hotkey, but it's just, like, there's so much... Basically, before every encounter, mm-hmm. I'm, like... And sometimes oh. in the middle of one. And sometimes mm-hmm. in the middle of one, I'm, like, literally stopping the whole encounter. Be like, okay, wait, I'm out of ammo in this gun, so now I need this gun. And, yep. and all mm-hmm. my hotkeys, you know, whatever. And now I need this suit, and I need this health pack. And it's really, like, s- small, but I think it does make a difference. With, with Fallout, when you open up the menu, for your items at least, um, the screen is... Like your, your your gameplay that you're in is like blurred in the background. Yeah. Um, and then in Fallout, you look at the, the Pip Boy right. little wristwatch thing, but it's like I'm here and then I, I take up my watch and I'm looking at it. 
And there is something jarring about yeah. spending so much time in menus like that, but then having it be a hard menu yes. screen. Yeah, I think that's a really good is, point, honestly. Like, it takes you out of it. It's all the menus are completely non-diegetic. Like, mm-hmm. the closest thing you could maybe go for is that it's like, well, if you're on the spaceship and you're looking at the star map, it's like maybe there's mm-hmm. like a navigation screen, yeah, but it's totally. still so, like, yeah. tenuous. Yeah. I, like, I accidentally, like, if you accidentally pick up something and now you're, like, at max load capacity, oh, God, and then I pause in the middle of combat, and then I come out of combat, and there's, like, 15 fucking mugs that just fly on the ground yes. as I drop them all or whatever. Like, makes no sense. I, You know, what's interesting is, like, from a gameplay perspective, I talked about, like, the, the world feeling very large and, like, impressive in the sense but the really good example of how that like doesn't really matter or it's not really useful is like the 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 weird distinctions they make about what is a object that you can interact and pick up with and one that you can't Mm -hmm. so like i can pick up nearly everything in a room that i'm in but it has no value like there's a there's a 3d model of it there's a weight there's a a a value there's like a like of a mug Mm -hmm. or like a pen or like a you know a tray or something like that and and it's like why yeah what what is what was the resources that's something that they they kind of fixed in fallout 4 because you know that's also a bethesda classic yeah um you can pick up spoons or whatever yeah um and you know in skyrim that happens a lot for example but in um in fallout 4 two uses one you have your little outpost in the fallout world that you can build and so i often use those things as like decoration or whatever Mm -hmm. okay that's fine that's not a huge draw but you could use it for that but then you also each of those things was like was a material that you would then use for crafting so even the useless things like a plate could then be used as ceramic at your base or yeah well the, whereas mean, it seemed like in this game there was like those items but then they also had craftable resources so it kind of took away the well, need to collect fallout, it's really interesting because it's like fallout the idea is like obviously the world is in chaos and mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic so it's like even a spoon, I can make something out of this. Yeah. It's like I'm just finding. But in this game, it's like you basically have a fucking hotel room. You yeah. know, like from the get go, it's like I'm not really in want of spoons. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I, you know, and you're going around and you can pick up all these different things and no one gives a shit because it's like under a certain volume. But I'm just stealing everything in a room. And then, and then there was this one thing where I saw like a fire alarm and I was, I forget what it was, but I was like, oh, maybe I can use the fire alarm to distract someone or whatever. And I go to interact with it and it has the option to interact, but it was like, oh, no. And there's like a little text box that pop up says, oh, no you're not an authorized user so you can't pull this like fire alarm and i'm like how are you gonna yeah. let me do anything but in this i can't actually pull right. this fire alarm because i have my per- character has some sort of like moral the, uh, yeah. out of the guy's hands you can have that but yeah don't touch the fire, don't touch the fire alarm. or there was like you know t- certain situations where um you know i'm like what like again like it's something similar to that yeah. essentially the fire alarm where i'm like walking around a building and i'm like i'm able to pick up something or not pick up something or i pick like it's like i, I inside missions you would do something like you pick up an item and then it gives you a huge text box that's an explainer of like oh this means this and that and that yeah. so you're making a lot of these inferences about stuff that like they just feed to you automatically so they they seem to find um they struggled to make the difference between like an open world or something that is like a little bit more linear. Like, and they flipped back and forth so many different times that that I found really frustrating. It's not very clear what's important and what's not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there's some moments where it feels like the tutorial screen will pop up and it's like, 
is this important? Like, is this mm. something that like, I, you know, it's sort of like, uh, oh, you know, there's like this status effect or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this seems like this is important, but I'm not quite clear on, I don't know. There, there's, um, they, they sort of ascribe importance to everything, I guess is what mm. I mean. It's like, so, and by virtue of that, it's like nothing is important. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they just, it's too, it's too much and everything's shitty. Like yeah. everything is poorly designed and it feels like they they were spread thin mm-hmm. the whole time, basically, you know, yeah. is, is sort of my read on it. There's, and yeah, there, there's so many systems that don't make any sense. Like I never figured out the planetary effect system, mm-hmm. like what means what and what kind of suit I need to combat the environment on this yeah. planet. And you're going to carry all those suits with you because they do, and they're fucking heavy. Yeah. So, it's, oh, you're encumbered. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, well, Jesus. Yeah, but I need five suits to go to these planets. I know. Yeah. Well, and it's like, ultimately it doesn't matter because it's quite easy. And again, okay, I played on the default setting, which mm-hmm. is like normal, but Me too. again, like mm-hmm. all these, all these different mechanics should, like it should feel more difficult at the standard, yeah. right? Like they have all this stuff that doesn't feel maybe useful or worth exploring unless you maybe kick up the difficulty because mm-hmm. then it becomes harder. But then like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with that. Like all of the upgrades to the ships or the guns or whatever, I did a little bit of it, but I was like, I'm just going to find stuff that's like better than something or would take it way easier than the amount of like materials I would need to craft to upgrade this yeah. gun. I found a bunch of like legendary items and then I'm good and I just use those for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's no incentive for any of that. It just all. is the systems don't like speak to each other either. Like it doesn't yeah. really, other than like the resource collecting to upgrade weapons, which is like the only thing that feels like it interacts with itself. It's just like nothing feels connected. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, I did do the shipbuilder a little bit. I didn't make a ship from scratch, but I did like try to change my standard ship and it was like interesting, but ultimately like not worth it. I was just mm-hmm. kind of like, why? Like, what did this change? What did this like? I, I literally, it's like added a new gun with some sort of different type of fire, add another engine. The only time I ever like noticed anything different about the ship was I figured out that there was like a piece of the ship that if I upgraded it, I could do f- faster jumps Hmm. Like I jump to more planets. Yeah, you can go further. And I was like, okay, that I understand because this is like it's it's tedious to jump to a million different planets to get to where I want to go. This will extend my reach. Mm -hmm. That I get the incentive behind, you know. Mm -hmm. And that was the only time I ever felt any of the systems like speaking to each other. You know, it's like everything else just feels like you can upgrade it so that you have this laser. Cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like whatever you say, and there's there's nothing in the missions, like in the main missions, or even in most side missions that demand you to understand this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, know? also, and this is really really frustrating to me because I was looking forward to space combat because I think yeah. in theory that's like kind of fun. The problem is, is it's so complicated. Yeah. The, the shipbuilding, the upgrading, they don't mm-hmm. do really any explaining, and it's easily the hardest thing in the game right i died so many times in space combat yeah it's, and it's really hard it's really really difficult to get a handle on and maybe if there was some easier way to like you know upgrade the or, or, or a better explanation on the upgrading maybe i would be able to get a better handle on it but there's mm-hmm. really like nothing no they it's just so throw, hard they throw yeah. you into it and then the ships are really expensive if you're just buying yeah like yeah. an upgraded ship and i yeah. never had enough like uh, no. money or I don't know what the currency is but I, I never had enough like probably credits right credits space. or whatever like to if we're in space it's credits yeah. <laughs> I never had enough credits to um, to buy those ships yeah. and so it was like always like really frustrating and I was like bummed because it's like oh I can see how this is cool because like 
you can shoot a ship down and like target specific things and then Mm -hmm. board the ship or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like that could be really fun, but it was just so complicated. And also too, something that really frustrated me as well was that there was a lot of really basic or what I thought was should be like mandatory like skills that were locked behind a skill tree. Like the jetpack. The The jetpack. What the fuck? That is crazy. And and you, I mean, you level up really slow. So there's no way that you're fully maxing out everything or or it's going to take a long time. And so the fact that like, I was like, oh, I can build this new ship thing. Oh no, I need to upgrade this like weapon yeah. class and 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 not only that but each skill tree has like four like little like level ups within it i know so it's just a really complicated so skill unattainable and like i get that it's an rpg and so in theory that's like how an rpg should work but you can't lock really basic right. stuff behind yeah the it. uh rolling combat yeah rolling combat is skill and it sucks like it's, yeah it's really just throwing i again I, I know i said this before it's like it's the apex of everything i hate in bad game design it's just like people love skill trees so we'll just put a giant fucking skill tree with all these fucking skills on it and it's like but why like yeah. well, it doesn't fucking matter Here, there was one game mechanic that i liked in this game which is the lock picking system i thought was cool and even fine. that was they, like pretty was, simple it was just like not even it wasn't like mind-blowing but i was just like oh this is like fine yeah bethesda yeah. always does lock picking really good yeah the lock, the lock picking um cool. do, do yeah. I, I have a sort of a final thought i don't know if you guys had much more to say about i, I already I'm said just, it but the persuasion yeah. thought the persuasion system was pretty idiotic mm-hmm. yeah it, it makes i googled this to make sure because i was like i really feel like this is what's going on there is like so it's like you know they've got the the plus one plus you know you need Mm. to get to four or five or Mm -hmm. whatever i assumed that the idea was that the plus fives the plus sixes are like it's like rolling a die you know behind it's like a higher risk i think that's how they say it it's not that at all what is it's just based on the character like there's just right answers and wrong answers what it's crazy it's so, not a skill check it's just so the whole idea of like do you want to risk to try and get a, a an immediate yes. win with the plus six just for some characters you just can't do that no it's just it's just right or wrong answers it's crazy really which is why i feel like the persuasion tree feels really silly because you'll just say something and they'll be like you're right i am gonna stop my life of crime yeah <laughs> random yeah. stranger you know it's like it's so stupid yeah they, they really I don't know. This I just really what a miss. I really bump against the spirit of this game. Like I think it's designed from the ground up to be like did they even think for one second if this would be fun or not? Yeah. Like, my know? my like final gameplay thought here is that I feel like this game was really designed for many, many hours of play, yeah. including the new game plus, which as you can probably guess. Yeah. You at the end, you have a choice to go into the unity. There's like a moral question, basically, of yeah. like, oh, like, because if you step in, you'll forget everything and you won't, you know, whatever. Um, so there's a question of like whether you go into the unity. Of course, you go into the unity. If you, I mean, you don't have to, I guess, but yeah. like, I went at the end of the game, I walked into the unity and it was this really trippy like screen, and then I end up back, uh, and I, I end up back in a the a starborn spaceship they have a very specific spaceship i have none of my stuff i just have a starborn yeah. spacesuit which is pretty powerful and a starborn ship which is like decently powerful yeah. mm-hmm. and then you land on new atlantis and walk into the constellation, um, constellation yeah. and they're like who the fuck are you basically and you tell them everything and then you start new game plus from there 
but right. you can you have an option to skip the main story basically oh. and then just go into artifact collection like you don't or you can like mm. kind of lie and then say I don't know what's going on and then like go through the main story again but the game it's clear that the game intended you to keep doing this over and over yeah. again and as you gained experience and like you had all these things eventually you would unlock all this stuff and have yeah. a great time playing this game after 400 hours of playing yeah. it but there's just there's that is such bad design it almost feels like this game is designed to be kind of like second life or something where it's yeah. like do you want to like have a second avatar of yourself like in space in the yeah. future who has like an apartment and like a girlfriend or whatever yeah. and like all the it just like it's like to give you the opportunity if you sink 400 hours in it to have like this alternate space life. Yes. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm like fundamentally not opposed to like RPGs because I know a lot of the stuff we're talking about just sounds like, oh, maybe you don't like RPGs, but I can think of a bunch of them that I really enjoyed and sunk hours into. And even like something like Skyrim where, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like even at the end of my first playthrough of the game, I had like leveled up a lot of things really high, had a lot of upgrades yeah. and all this kind of stuff. But like there was stuff untouched just because I didn't want to do them and I thought that was fine. But yeah. this really felt like such a high barrier to entry just to get the bare minimum yeah. of like having fun out of this game. Just to get the bare minimum, like Skyrim is fun to walk around in. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just fun to walk around and run into things, you know? Yeah. And like um, I remember playing that game and for the first time, um, I think it was the College of the White Duke or something, right? Oh, College of uh, White... White Run. White... No, White the Run The Wizard is, School. Yeah, White... Oh, Club. I know what you're talking about. Winterhold. College of Winterhold. Yeah, uh, College of Winterhold. That sounds right. I don't know, whatever. Some, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's like... Um, anyway, the, the point is, yeah, it's just like... Um, it's fun to stumble into stuff like that in Skyrim. And it's, right. it's pretty impossible to stumble into things in this game. Like, yeah, yeah, because they're divided. It demands so much, so much yeah. intentionality. Yeah, you know, but it doesn't give you incentive to do those things to yeah. make those decisions. Yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our our final thoughts about Starfield. Welcome back. Uh, Lad Jimmy. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, like, I didn't have a lot to say with this because I did not end up playing this game that much. Um, I think, uh, you know, it fails to capture you. It's ridiculous that it would take 10, 15, 20, 25 hours to get to the good parts. I mean, admittedly, some of the story stuff you mentioned sounded good, but I it shouldn't take that long to get to it. It's the same thing, like, with a book where it's like, oh, you know, just first... 200 pages and then it really starts to sing. Yeah. It's like, I'm not fucking reading 200 pages yeah. of, of boring narrative to get to the payoff. Um, similar with the TV show, right? Like, oh, like just get through the first five episodes or, oh, the first season is rough, but second season, it really yeah. starts going, then you failed. Yeah. Then you yeah. did a bad job. And this game certainly is that. Um, lacks the charm of the previous Bethesda games. Way too many systems with no explanation. Um, just every step of the way is really disengaging. Um, and as I said at the top, you shouldn't have to try so hard to play a game. You, the game should invite you to play. Yeah. And this game doesn't do that. So yeah. no rating. I mean, if I did rate it, you know, it would be low. But <laughs> <laughs> suffice to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I finished the game and I, but simply because my brain is rotten and my, no will <laughs> to do anything like to just put something down. I think mm -hmm. all agree with all the points. Like, 
you know, eventually it got there and I ended up having a good time. But I think like the the barrier to that being so high and requiring someone like me who is just mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, I'm just going to do this because I need to finish something is like is crazy. It's yeah. such a failure. And like, you know, even even the things that did work well for me, I think were are, are present in other games and much better. And like this just felt so dated to me. Mm-hmm. Like the I, I really bump against people that had like graphic complaints or whatever, because like you just don't know what the like, yeah. the game is. Oh, the music was amazing. Obviously, we, we didn't really talk about it much that, but I really yeah. like the music. I bump against a lot of the general critiques about this game because I think they just miss like what makes games fun, you mm-hmm. know? And and so I I, just, I had a I had a bad time for most of it, and even when it was good, I felt like it was unearned. You know, I just mm-hmm. felt like I stumbled into something yeah. on accident. So um, two and a half lads, um, which is hard because I do acknowledge the sort of like marvel of this, but I just think you you're it's just not fun, and yeah. if it's not fun, it's not a good game ultimately. Yeah. yeah, totally echo what you're saying. It's like it's just all this stuff that they put into games for seeing I, I really want to get inside these people's heads like mm-hmm. when they were designing this game like why and i listen I, I think there are probably people out here there who do like this game and like it is fun for them and i guess bully for you you know like <laughs> great i to me i think on paper i don't understand how this sounds fun to anybody like mm-hmm. it just is like skill progression for the sake of skill progression and like exploration for the sake of exploration, but there's no, it doesn't feel like artistry to me. It feels just like mechanics, technology, mm-hmm. you know? And um, that's a real bummer. Like when I was playing this game, I really was feeling just like, it's a feeling bummed out. Yeah. It's just like, this is so like paint by numbers, Bethesda with no soul mm-hmm. to it in many ways, I feel. And like, and again, I think it's troubling. It feels like this is where games, people want games to go is mm-hmm. like, they want them to be these like giant forays into, you know, technical marvels. And I'm just like, I don't really need that almost ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I there's plenty of open world big games that I like, but it's not like the, I feel like for many people, it's the floor. That's what they need to find a game interesting. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, now I feel like open world to me is becoming like a dirty word. It's like I hear yeah. and I go like, I like raise an eyebrow. Like yeah. what kind of open world game are we talking You're here? so right. That 2010s like open world was like, yeah, let's go. I'm going to get lost. And now it is kind of like, but are you going to do it well? Or are yeah. you going to shit the bed with I feel world? like people have forgotten what makes the great open world games good, you yeah. know? And um, Nowadays, it's just all this. It's just like, oh, what we need is more, not, and it's not about it. But what to me, it's like so obvious that the fundamental thing that you need in open world game is like great rabbit holes to fall down and like whatever. And this is just, it's so just more, more, more. Bring bring back linear stories and bring back pseudo open worlds. I think pseudo open world is the way to go. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Like open world sections, Star Wars. Yeah, open really. Yeah, Star Star Wars. Wars truly. Or or you better fucking get it right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like like you know Zelda, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Breath of the like, Wild, it, Red Dead. I mean I, I don't. Red, I know no, you I don't. Would, you I'm no, sure you would Red agree. Dead One and both of those games. Again, my issues with Red Dead Two are the story. Like yeah. Red Dead Two as an open world is 
genius design. Oh, yeah, like, no, it's so and it's good. huge. Like, it's yeah. it can be done, but yeah. it's fun to explore. It's like fun to walk around in that yeah. world. This is like there's. It's not fun to just poke around. It's ugly. Yeah. I think the the like space thing really locked them into. Yeah, this, it's this really idea. Yeah. Of like, yeah, the procedurally generated planets and all that good stuff. But yeah. anyway, yeah, uh, no rating as we discussed, not doing that. And yeah. um, I don't really care to, honestly. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> like, I'll definitely not. I kind of thought that maybe I'd again. be sad to not rate it, but honestly, I'm just no. like. Yeah. All, all um, I can say is thank God this was on Game Pass and we essentially yeah. yes, didn't thank pay, God it like, didn't pay full $70 yeah, or whatever. Because yeah. like that would have pissed me off a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, what a bummer. I, Such I, a bummer. You know, and we were kind of poking fun earlier, but I, I had this thought, uh, like, I wasn't sure if I would like it, but I could see myself really liking this game. Right. And so it was such a bummer that yeah. it ended up not working out. I, I wanted the next Bethesda game to get lost in, and this is this is not it. So I guess I'll just replace Skyrim. I guess we gotta wait another 25 years. <laughs> yes, yeah. another 25 years. I I really want Rock, I really wanted Rockstar to do a space game. Yeah. I, mm. I, I, either, I either want them to do a, a, a space game or a pirate game. And, pirate and I feel like... Uh, pirate is the one. Yeah. Like, God damn, I want Rockstar, that. I just want Rockstar to do another IP. No, Rock, yeah. I think Rockstar could do... Um, like a 20s prohibition era game Ooh, or something that would be like, like GTA a, 1920s. Yeah. yeah. Oh my and God, I feel yeah. like you could either spin that off of the Red Dead franchise because we're basically there in the timeline or the GTA franchise and make it a prequel. Yeah. Like either or it would be perfect. Yeah, that would be really fun. Both of, the, both of these giant studios, which have a history, I think, of making good open world games, uh, they're working on Elder Scrolls 6, mm. for, which is going to take a long time, yeah. I think. And then they're working on GTA six for yeah. for Rockstar and I feel like man I really would have liked a new IP from yeah. from one of these coming up and I, I'm curious I mean I feel like I will play Skyrim or the Elder Scrolls 6 I mean I feel like I would, my instinct yeah. would be to want to play that unless Who's, they get unless they get like a, a weird vibe from trailers and stuff yeah. I think I'm I'm lined up for isn't but is it Bethesda that's doing the Indiana Jones game Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like it could be fun. Too. I don't. We yeah. haven't seen anything about it. No, well, I mean, I think really it's like loose, so like far down so the road. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, make better games. Yeah. If you're gonna spend, you know, what I'm assuming is billions of dollars, like right. putting this up, like make better games. Do we look into the abuse of the workers for this one? Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, 100%. Are you kidding me? Not worth it. Yeah, not worth it. Sometimes yeah. Yeah, it gonna, is, of course. If you're gonna abuse your workers, at least let us play Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no. Do not condone. Uh, anyways, well, do not post. Do not, do not post. Well, thanks for for listening. Thanks, uh, babies. Was, thanks, babies. That was yeah. uh, that was. Uh, chapter two kind of a, a bummer but yeah. um you know maybe maybe there's some good stuff in the future should the oracle <laughs> deem it be so, nice yeah. the oracle, yeah, oracle something good slapped oracle. us around the a oracle bit. given them the oracle yeah, away. so true <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lads Who Game podcast. Be sure to subscribe and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're looking for more Lads content, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lads Who Game, and head to our website, ladswhogame.com, for write-ups, ratings, and guest essays. You can also check us out on our Twitch channel to watch us stream our current game, Fortnite, RuneScape, and more.